finally fixed the sound issues. Um, so we're going to do this again. So Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead was fantastic for me. I really liked this episode. And you know what? That first time I did it without sound was kind of a, a practice run. And I am a lot more cogent or I have, I have my thoughts kind of more crystallized now. So we can kind of go through this um, in, a, in, a, in a more dynamic way. So Fear the Walking Dead, to, to, to summarize, this episode was like an exploration of how everyone's emotions were um, everyone's emotions or, or how everyone was dealing with their own tragedy after everything that happened through that led them up to this point. So this episode went more to their feelings, more into their how they were um, how, how, how they were dealing with the with the death of Nick and Madison, how they were dealing with the, the death of where they used to live, the stadium, of all the issues that were coming down on them, how Charlie was dealing with um, getting Nick killed, that whole thing. Every single person had their own cross to bear, per se. So this episode went into everyone's life. The only person that really didn't have an emotional, well, actually two, really didn't have big emotional responses were uh, Morgan and Althea. So the, so, so the show begins with Morgan just wanting to kill everyone, not kill everyone, kill all the zombies so that he can take stuff off of them to get ready for. And this is the breaking news that I was trying to break earlier. I didn't have sound. Morgan wants to go back to Alexandria. How awesome is that? Like, that's like everything that you could have wanted for The Walking Dead. I mean, I mean, it really is. It's like you have, you have Morgan and you have Rick and you have Althea. Then you, even though Rick's going to pass away, but 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 we don't know, you know, if there's going to be any kind of crossover. But let's say Daryl or let's say um, Michonne, and you have Althea and you have possibly you have Alicia. Then you have Lucy, Luciana, and you have Strand with uh, Daryl and Carol. I mean, that would be. The synergy with that would be off the chain. So, so before we can go fantasize about the Walking Dead universe coming to, coming together and the synergy of it, they are dealing with their emotions of how are they, um, how how are they handling it. So this is this is how they're handling. It. Strand has found a paradise where he is living in a mansion that has a awesome wine cellar where he's drinking 61 Latour, which is a expensive wine, I assume. I haven't looked it up yet. And he is just drinking himself away. Now, Luciana is in that same mansion, and she is listening to records over and over, like jazz and, you know, Nina Simone or things like that, really mourning Nick. So... Victor Strand is is medicating from losing Madison and Luciana is being despondent, laying on the floor on a bunch of old records, listening to it. Now you may be asking, how can she listen to records? Well the mansion the mansion that they're living in has solar panels. And his solar panels are um are fueling the house so they have electricity. I assume they probably have running water because it's probably a well and they have they are well taken care of. If you thought they were living well in the baseball diamond, they are living really well right now. 
But what's interesting is, is that unlike The Walking Dead, they're not all living together. Like The Walking Dead, they all kind of stay together. You have John and June living in a bus with Charlie, and you have Morgan living in the back of a truck with a cover over it. And Luciana and Strand and Alicia are living in this gigantic house separate. Now, now, now that may be because of the dynamic between Charlie and having, getting Nick killed and uh, Morgan really wanting to be by himself. I don't know. And of course, you have Aletha with her truck, her SWAT truck doing her own thing. So Morgan wants to go back to Alexandria. Uh, Strand is self-medicating. And Luciana is listening to records. Now that that three presents a awesome scene, the best scene, one in which I was retweeted by Coleman Domingo. My favorite kill of the entire series is Luciana is listening to records. She's just going back and forth, you know, she's doing this, and she's sitting on the floor just being despondent. Strand is drunk, a zombie breaks in and then tries to kill Luciana. Strand stumbles on a zombie, grabs it from behind, but the zombies then turns around and grabs him, and they both go down. Meanwhile, you see Luciana's face, and she's listening to music, and as Strand is behind struggling, you, you see feet and legs and arms going everywhere. Then Strand hits the guy over the head, the zombie over the head. The zombie goes, ah, like this. <laughs> Strand beats the zombie with the, with the wine bottle. But then he issues the line of the show where, where he said, these grapes are not made for wrath. And it is an awesome delivered line. And so you have this broken wine bottle there and he crushed the, crushed the zombie. And as he is taking the zombie out, John walks up and says, Charlie is gone. Now where did Charlie go? Charlie is, um, is grieving by not talking to anybody. And she almost got bitten by a zombie and she had to get rescued. She didn't call out for help. And so she just left John and June in the bus and John wants to go find her. Now, John is, also grieving but john is now recovering not mostly per se but physically from being shot being nursed by june but john has the thoughts of living in a cabin with june and charlie as if they're in some house on the prairie but i don't know if charlie and june are ready for that june is not ready because later in the show she told letha that she feels that john doesn't know who she is per se and she's afraid that John will find out who she really is if they spend more time together alone that way. I don't, frankly, I don't think John would care less about the personality of June. He just loves June for who she is, no matter no matter what. So Charlie's Charlie's run off. John goes to Strand. Strand has been drinking. Strand says, "I'll go with you, but you'll drive." And they're going to different places where books are that. Uh, John would think she is now Charlie ends up going back to Luciana's house where Luciana is despondent because of Nick and I don't think she wants to see Charlie right now so Charlie breaks in and delivers the book that Luciana gave her as if to say goodbye that I'm leaving we don't know how she's leaving but she wants to leave some kind of way meanwhile this 
on the backdrop of this whole story is a hurricane is coming. Now, the show started off with a zombie flying against the, I have a picture of it here, a zombie flying against the uh, hurricane. Let's see. Um, boom, 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 boom. Screen. This, this, is how, this is how the show begins. Zombie flying against the Aletha's vehicle in 100 mile winds. You have hurricane, you have zombies literally flying down the street because they're being pushed by the wind force. And of course, they're not dying. Like, normal people would die. So you have these flying missiles that are trying to eat everything that they fly into, which is terrifying. So, back to how our cast is dealing with the grief. Alicia has gone manic, whereas Luciana is chill, listening to records. Alicia is manic, like she's being aggressive, doing things, um, making making things bigger in her own head than what it really is. So she's she's trying to attract zombies to the gate to kill them, and then trying to investigate who's putting these notes on these zombies that she's killing. Someone is stuck somewhere saying, help me by putting notes on zombies saying, come get me. I'm stuck in the shed in this place. Alicia finds it, finds it out. Um, and she finds it out when she's with Morgan. Morgan goes to Alicia to say, can you please come to Alexandria with me? Alicia says, no, I have a job to do here. Morgan also goes to John. John says, no, I want to live in a cabin like, you know, little house on the prairie with June and Charlie, and he doesn't want to go. He he told Morgan, everything I want is right here. Why do I want to go to Alexandria? And Victor Strand, I mean, Strand is like, dude, I have ha I've had my own share of road trips. I've had enough road trips. I'm living in paradise. Why do I want to go with you? Luciana is just like, I don't know where I want to be anywhere in the world. So she's just totally despondent. So no one is taking up, as, as of this moment, no one is taking up Strand on his invitation to go to Alexandria. But he says he's leaving in the morning. But one person, Althea says she's going because Althea wants to see all these communities that, that Morgan has been talking about. So Morgan is going with Alicia to see about these notes to make sure that she's okay. Alicia goes, the notes say they're from some kind of lumberyard. She goes to the lumberyard and they find that the um, the guy is actually there, but he already passed away. And Alicia is upset because she says my mother would have found him and would have rescued him. So she's being manic, having unusual, unreal expectations of herself, trying to uh, be helpful to try to help medicate how she's feeling the loss from her mom. And and, and in her manic state, she they walk back out. Remember I said the storm is coming. There's a hurricane coming. And she walks back out. And she's like, I don't need anybody. I'm fine. And she's trying to go in the middle of a hurricane where there's hail coming down everything else. And she just leaves Morgan there. She says, I'm fine by myself. So she is totally off the rails emotionally and mentally. And Morgan's just look Morgan. So Morgan wants to go. But Alicia asks Morgan, why are you going to Alexandria if you're happy here? Now, Morgan first at first gave the reason why he wanted to tell the person Rick, who told him that you're always going to need people, and he was right. And Morgan also said that I want to go because I left kind of suddenly. And I want people to know that I'm okay. But the show producers on The Talking Dead said there's more to this story than what Morgan is saying, that he wants to go back for other reasons than what he's saying. And that's why when Alicia asked him, asked him what are you going back for? He didn't have an answer. 
So now we have a issue that's going to hang over the rest of the season. Why is Morgan trying to go back to Alexandria? Even though it's phenomenal, it's awesome, but why is he doing it? And so you have Alicia grieving by being manic, Charlie uh, saying goodbye to everyone and, and her, and, you know, what that means, we don't know. John wants to just retreat to the cabin in the woods with uh, June. June is like, I don't know who I am or where I want to be right now. She, she's still unsure of herself. And you have Luciana listening to records and, and Strand getting drunk and then going out with John to look for Charlie. So that's that, that's what all of our people are doing. This episode really delves into the emotional toll that all of this has taken. Uh, at first, I wasn't too keen on it. But then now, as I go through it and I talk about it, I understand it. It's good, it's good that they are exploring it. And they're exploring it in a really good way. And the backdrop of the stressor of the zombies and the hurricane is phenomenal. So you have the storm coming, you have hurricane, you have emotional despondency, and then what do you have? You have the first episode of Fear the Walking Dead, which was awesome. And I can't wait till next week. And this this was brought to you by I think I'm gonna do this more often. I think I'm gonna do a test run and then do the real run because now that I have crystallized my thoughts, it's easy to have a good summary and a, and a concise summary. I kind of I kind of like this better. So. Fear the Walking Dead. Tomorrow we're going to do Better Call Saul, and I hope I will see you then.